Hello and welcome to another episode of Hold My Whistle. Today's day is August 23rd. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. And we're talking about Hold My Whistle's podcast, made it to a thousand downloads. We got Rivalry Week and college football is back. It's the best time of the year. I'm more excited for college than the NFL. Um, I, I, I'm always excited for college football. Um, there's just, there's so much more involved, I think, with just the entire game. You know, you got the fans, like 100,000 people in the crowd. Oh, yeah. And the tailgating and just, just the followings in general. You know, and a lot of these kids that are playing college football, guess what they're wearing? Sleeves. Yes, they Compression are. gear. HMW40. 40% off your compression gear from sleeves.com. Check it out. Sean, we just had a game last week. You wore an arm sleeve matching our pirate colorway. And with the Jolly Roger, you finally got it for game one. Oh, yeah. It, it came out really good. I was really happy with it. Um, I sported it. Um, got a couple of couple of comments, a couple of shout-outs on it. Yeah, it's a little different. You stood out. Yeah. You looked good. Yeah. Made, made me... Made me feel like I was a little more invested into the game. Oh, yeah. People are like, look at that guy. He looks like a winner. Maybe I should go to sleeps.com. I think so. I think that's the message I was trying to send. It was pretty impressive anyways. Yeah. So, and you've, now it's like your favorite gift. Oh, yeah. Your favorite gift to myself. Yeah. You know, it, you know custom order. <laughs> you, you did buy it for yourself. But they come in such a small package. You're like, hey, I'm buying four or five items. I bought a couple headbands, a couple arm sleeves for us. And it came in an envelope. Yeah, that's. I looked at the same thing. Mold. There's no way all it of came it. In this. They forgot. They they messed up my order. Exactly. It's and, only one. There's and only all of one. a sudden, here comes just sleeve after sleeve after sleeve coming out. It's so for me. I'm thinking stocking stuffer. Oh, it's a great idea. Christmas, Easter. You know uh, what's ha- what's coming up? Oh, you want you want trick or treat? Hey. Here's, here's a little trick or treat sleeve. Yeah, they got the. They have the face mask. You know the skull face mask. You could just use the, it for a costume. Yeah. I just saved money on costume. Wear a hoodie and put a sleeve face mask on. And you know what I hate about Halloween costumes? Is you buy them and they're only good for that one day. I just spent $50 trying to look like Batman. Right. With the abs. And it's plate. And it's never going to fit again. And then I busted the rubber band on the side (laughs) because I'm a 2XL. 3XL. Maybe. (laughs) I'm I'm wearing a compression Batman shirt. And he's stuffed in it. Oh, man. That's not a good sight. No. Um, But yeah, hey. Get your sleeves for multiple reasons. Check out the website, sleeves.com. Use our promo code HMW40. Um, most of the time, at this time, we'll be talking about drinking whiskey. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of late tonight. so But we got a lot of things to do. And, you know, it's a big game for us as coaches this week. And we, re- you know, we like to drink and celebrate. You know, when we have a whiskey, it's more of a congratulations, good job. Or, you know, you finished a, a, a long week of work. Here's a whiskey. So, and we're not really feeling like a whiskey today. I, I, I had plenty of whiskeys earlier. And you got a lot of things going on today. It was a long day for you. Oh, yeah. So before we started podcast, we have been addicted to the new energy drink that's everywhere. Yeah. Bang energy drinks. At first, I was a little skeptical. You know, you, you started it with the peach mango, and I didn't really like it, you know, and then... I go tropical fruits. Yeah. I, uh, it was, it was kind of sweet at first, and then uh, a lot of the guys I work with, you know, we worked a graveyard shift, and... We're always hitting those doldrums about two, three in the morning, and it's need a little pick me up. So everybody comes in drinking these things, and they're my fa- my favorite is the uh, it's called Purple Haze. Tastes like Diamond Tap. Yeah. If you remember Diamond Tap, it was the Scissor. best. It was the best tasting medicine ever. No, the, and you know I've you just bought me a champagne one, but the amount of flavors they have. Oh, there's like when twenty. You, when you open the fri- the the fridge door at the liquor store, or the grocery store, when you buy some. It's like two or three rows full of different flavors. Exactly. I, I actually, you know, find myself in a conundrum. I'm just like, oh, which one do I get? Because my favorite is the Cherry Blade Lemonade. It's that, really good. That's my favorite. I do like that. And the Purple Haze. That's, it's like neck and neck. I really want to get sponsored by them, but right now it's just like, for how many energy drinks we've drinking in our life? And like, I'm not, I go on tangents. Oh, yeah. Be, most of the year, I'm not an energy drink guy. Yeah. I, you know, football season, I might need a little pick-me-up. We're, we're, we're handling a lot of things. Got to be here. Got to do that. But, you know, like, I started off being, obviously, everyone I think was a Red Bull guy at one point. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm a fan of the newer Red Bull, the, 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 the flavored Red Bulls. Was I, it yellow? The, the yellow citrus something or other. Okay. Yeah, the yellow one was big for a while. But before that, I was all about the um, sugar-free amps. Amp is, you know, I, when I started working the late night shift, amp is really good. I like that citrusy flavor. And, you know, 
Dale Jr. He was once he got sponsored by Amp. I tried it out. You know, I'm a big Earnhardt fan. Okay, I'll give you that. You know, it's it's pretty good drink. But you know, I remember when uh, Rockstar came out. It was on. I had a Costco card. <laughs> I bought the whole. I bought a get, flat of it. Getting and then, the forty eight cans of the twenty. I used to be. Rockstars. I used to be a server at an Italian restaurant. I'd buy the flat, and everyone would give me like two, three bucks. I'd be like, I'd still win and make money at the end of the night. Exactly. But everyone would be killing rock stars. Oh, dude! Like I like the red punch. Oh, okay, yeah, the red punch ones. Those are those are good. Then then you know the energy drink turned into a cocktail. Yeah, um, you drop a li- like the regular rock star. You get a shot of Crown Royal, drop that in a little Rockstar. Oh, man. You go through that bottle of Crown Royal in no time. So have you ever run into the guy who's just like, I need oh, I need an energy drink just to get my day started? Yeah. It's like, man, I have a Nas for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and for lunch, you know, I go, I go two monsters. Um, I, you know. Have you ever, I, I, you know, I, for a long time, my buddy EC, who I used to coach with out at Live Oak in West Valley, we were low-carb powder blue monsters with the twist off can because you could save it yeah and it was it wasn't too bad for me and it was a lot it was the biggest can at the time yeah you know big cans always took got grabbed my attention <laughs> huge I, cans. I, um, <laughs> I can't even i can't even spit up my sentence holy shit um i don't really drink them for the energy boost because i don't think they give me energy i drink it for the taste it well, remember when they all t- tasted like Starburst or like a candy we grew up with? Uh, do you remember when they just tasted like dog shit? I mean, they were all bad at one They're, point. Were they? I don't know. I think I, I avoided them and just pushed them off to the side and found one that I liked. Yeah. Um, but but I, 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 never have a, I never had a Nas. Like some, I never had a five-hour energy. I have. Those, those, those are okay. I mean, you pound a couple of the extra strength ones and you'll get a little, bo- a yeah. little boost, but... Have you? When's the last time you just had a cup of coffee? Oh God! Uh, Actually, get bre- breakfast. Breakfast last week. Oh, you did one. Yeah, I had a cup of coffee, and that was the first time in at least whew, five months, six. The months. The original energy drink. Yeah, I don't drink coffee. I but, do that, man. It's a for me. It's more of a laxative than an energy drink. That's what. That's the way most people do it. It's just kind of out of habit and to get the day started. I think that's just yeah. You good know, way to cut some weight, just drink coffee. Yeah, right. But I'm drinking the uh, purple guava pear as uh, as. As weird as that sounds, it's quite delicious, oh, actually. You, you went tropical. Yeah, I did go tropical. You, let's get tropical. It, <laughs> well, and you gave me the champagne. Yeah, you said you said go crazy with the flavors. I yeah. mean, they got a cotton candy flavor. They got a root beer flavor. Isn't that insane? I mean, it's just... I want to start mixing them now. I want to do champagne and get an orange-flavored one and make a mimosa. Um, do they? I don't think there's an orange flavor. Oh, well, a straight um, orange. Maybe Maybe you should email them. I'll see. You know, I'm all about combo and flavors. Yeah. Yeah, so hey, sponsor us. We drink you. <laughs> and we love your big cans, Bang. Yes. Thank you, Bang. Yeah. Well, hey, um, let's get right into the show, Sean. Hit me with your starting lineup. All right. This week uh, it took me a little while to think of a good one. And, you know, Paul and I's pregame. pregame for our podcasting night we'll go upstairs we'll briefly go over what we're going to talk about very brief very brief we try to keep it as unscripted as possible with just a few bullet points and paulo's been watching this dance dance revolution show it's world of dance Oh, world of dance aka the j-lo show exactly and my starting lineup this week is j-lo Oh man, did she look banging on tonight's episode? She got her hair pulled up, um, ponytail. She's looking like Jenny from the block from oh, yeah. from way back in the day. I mean, God, how old is she? Forty plus, mid forties. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Smoking, smoking hot, and God, the other t- they should have no other host besides J Lo because no. nobody's nobody's looking at Neo or the other guy. I mean, what the fuck is his name? Does anybody even know? I don't, I don't know. You don't even know. Yeah. He just kind of stands and dances around a little bit. And then Neo with his fucking hat. The best part of the dance is when they cut in between like the boring part of the dance and they show her reaction. Exactly. I'm like, oh, this dance crew must be good because she just started smiling and J-Lo would make her reaction makes the dance even better. Dude. Like, but I got you addicted, didn't I? Uh, just, just to watch is J-Lo. It, or is it her? It is her, huh? It's got to be J-Lo. And then another funny thing about J-Lo is... Allegedly on the video, the VMAs, I didn't watch it, 
but she won the Video Vanguard. It's award. the Michael Jackson Video Vanguard Award. It's like a lifetime achievement award. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I didn't see it. I heard she looked great. Um, but there was a funny thing on Instagram that uh, we'll post afterwards. It's like a cholo. Yeah, it's J Lo's getting cholo love. It it's hilarious, and the dude talks shit about A Rod, and it's pretty funny. Hey, but have you? I don't, you know, because I follow A Rod and J Lo, but A Rod's Instagram has been blowing up because all he's doing is videoing J Lo doing stuff. They're on vacation. They're playing with their kids. So even at the VMA, A Rod is filming her. On stage at the VMA, like, that's going to make... I don't know if he's trying to get views, but I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to find <laughs> J-Lo's performance of the, on her video, her Lifetime Achievement Award. You don't need to record it on your phone, A-Rod. Yeah, and and this isn't the first time A-Rod's, like... Is he over, a creepy boyfriend? He's I, don't, like, I don't know if he's creepy or if he's just dating people who are bigger stars than he is. Well, I think this, you know, dating J-Lo is putting him... I, I think we talked about this earlier... He's not a bad boy anymore. No, he's, he's... He's a good guy. He's softened up, and he's trying to fill that uh, that good guy role, like yeah. you said. Uh, you know, the whole Madonna thing, you know, she was... Did in, you see what she did yesterday at the VMAs? No, like I said, I didn't watch Dude, it. Dude, she came out looking like she was part in the movie, like, Fifth Element. <laughs> I don't know. I just saw the picture. I didn't even... I, she wore the white, like, lace. No, she had intense, like, clothes on and, like, fake dreads and just totally over the top. It was insane. Uh, so she looked like an alien. She dressed uh, like an alien. Cool, good for or her. Or a hippie with a ghillie suit. Uh, she probably smelled. <sighs> I don't know. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, Madonna. The VMAs. When's the last time you watched the VMAs? Oh God, probably when J Lo wore the green. <laughs> that with with Diddy. No, that that was that was the Emmys. I was thought. it. Oh, it was okay. it was some other award. Probably the last VMAs I watched was when the Beastie Boys performed Sabotage live. Sabotage? Yeah, that's my favorite. That's a long time ago. That's my favorite Beastie Boy song. Oh. I like Intergalactic. <sighs> yeah. What? That was the only good song on that album. No. Beastie Boys, man. What a good band. Yeah, yeah good band. I love that they in Sabotage, they would actually play the instruments. Yeah. They were a band. They were a band that could rap. Yeah. And that's hard to find these, especially now with you got these mumble rappers and... Oh, don't even get me started on that because that's a, it's all trash. In in the in the infamous words so you're of me Rekka, they're, trash. They're ab- trash. Absolutely. Overall, as a genre, trash. But you've, you're telling me that not one time, not one beat. Like you'll you like you'll be bouncing your head and you'll be like, oh, it's pretty good. And then you hear the mumble rap and you're like, God dang it! Uh, it it's um it's a Kodak Black song. Um, I forget the name of it. It's on my phone, but the only reason I like it is because it's got a Ghetto Boys beat from early '90s. They sam- they sampled the the beat from the Ghetto Boys. <laughs> you know, and I love '90s hip hop, like '90s rap. It's like nothing beats it. It's yeah, best storytelling, best lines, best diss records. Like the diss records that's happening with Drake and whoever else cannot compare. To the disc records of the 90s. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah. People's careers got ended. People died. <laughs> oh, yeah. That too. <laughs> People <I> mean, died. <laughs> it, was, it was some real shit. Nowadays, yeah. it's like everybody's a keyboard warrior, you know? Yeah. Dissing them on Twitter or fucking Instagram or something. But, yeah. Oh, sad face on their Instagram post. Um. <laughs> but yeah, J-Lo, my starting lineup. God, I love her. Oh. Do you remember her in Anaconda? Oh, dude, that was a great. That's probably movie. What, everyone's going to remember Selena, but Anaconda. You got Ice Cube and J Lo, and she was looking good in like the Laura Croft shorts. Yes, yes, she was with that booty. But mm-hmm. you know, every you talk, you mentioned Selena. Everybody remembers her in that one red like. It was like a purple. A was pur- it purple or purple mar- maroon? I don't know. I also remember her. In, it was like, like a romper before there was rompers. She was wearing like tight jeans in one with a bustier. Ooh. Or, I forget. It was part of the movie. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever watched that. I always like to finish. You know, well, everyone, the number one scene in that movie is when the lowrider pulls off the bumper and the, the cholos are like, hey, this bumper was pulled off by the bus of Salinas. <laughs> <laughs> Best ever, if you don't remember that line, then you didn't watch the movie. So, hey. Um, all right. My turn. My starting lineup is Dez Bryant, ex-Cowboys wide receiver. You know, I'm, again, I'm watching the TV show Hard Knocks. I'm I'm HBO one. I don't have to steal it. This is one of the first times I've ever paid for HBO for the whole year. Ever in your life? Yeah, I don't think so. I just thought we'd have to go to my friend's house and watch it. My parents were not HBO people. If we got it for free, you know, that one week 
of the year. Kind of like when you got the Stars Encore package That's for a weekend. That's what I'm talking about, yeah. But now I have it. Right, I'm an HBO subscriber. And Des Bryant comes into Cleveland. He's meeting everyone, shaking hands. He, he goes into every part of the facility. He's shaking all the players' hands. He, they have a barber shop. He's like, hey, I'll get faded up soon. This and that. And then I think he listened to our podcast. And he listened to me. There's a couple of people who've already been listening to me, you know, and he got the hell out of there. He didn't sign. And so all that's saying is like, maybe you don't draft him in your fantasy, uh, f- fantasy draft this year. And maybe, you know, maybe he gets picked up a little bit later, but he still has a chance for a decent career. Because <laughs> yeah, if he signed up with Cleveland and committed to them, it would be over. Career suicide? Death. He, he's still valuable. He might make it. For a couple more years. So for me, that was a great business move on Dez's part. You don't, you know, it, there was a lot of facade in Cleveland. It looked good. The facilities looked good. You got HBO cameras. Hey, maybe I could get popular again. Des Bryant says, no, I'm out. That's a good starting move. Sure. You're on my lineup, Des Bryant. Good for you. Um, Des Bryant, to me, he just seems like that locker room guy that's just not good for any team. You know, it was funny too in the episode that he, the Landry, the GM for the Browns, and he's wearing this horrible gray sweater he's been wearing every episode. People are making, you know, they're mocking it. And he's got his like money ball, like smart guys. They're like, guess who has the most receiving touchdowns since 2012? And, you know, the GM and like one of the other coaches start naming off Jordy Nelson and this guy. They're like, no, he's coming today and throws down some paper with stats and it's Des Bryant. I'm like, that means nothing. Zero. Zero. Yeah. Ask him how many touchdowns he's caught in the playoffs. <laughs> That's is that Tony's fault or Des's fault? Uh both. both. It's a collaborative Yeah, it's a team effort. It was a team effort. They but as far as business, I think it was a good job on Des Bryant for getting out of Cleveland. A lot of people could get stuck there. Yeah. Shoot, LeBron got stuck there a full yeah, I don't know how <laughs> He had to single handedly try and rebuild that city. Oh yeah. Which he did. Do you put HBO cameras in front of me? I might not leave. <sighs> Why? That's free pub, dude. And HBO, you know, before Netflix is is the truth. It still is. Yeah, it was HBO and Skinamax, dude. That's that's all there was before you had all these fancy movie channels. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's my starting lineup. That's Bryant. So let's get into Riding the Pine, Sean. Sit down. Sit. All right. Uh, breaking news. I want to say it came out, it came out today. Yeah. I think it's kind of a no-brainer. Urban Meyer suspended three games. It's like, I respect what Urban Meyer does. He's a winner first. The dude goes to programs, and he wins. He did it at Utah. He did it at Florida. He's done it at Ohio State. He gets great players. He has, he surrounds himself, for the most part, with good coaches, except yeah. for the guy that beats his wife, and kind of turns a blind eye to it. Well, you know, he kind of did the, I would, I'm not going to say Joe Paul because that was way worse, but he tells the AD or someone above him and they expect him to do something about it, you know? He it's passes kind of over the buck. He passes it down, right? Yeah, he passes the buck. Um, the thing is, is Urban Meyer's kind of always been involved in scandal, like oh. everywhere he goes. I get it. Everybody does it, but you would think by the third time you get popped... Uh, you try and figure out how to sweep that shit under the rug a little better. Well, how is this like worse than tattoos for Jim Trestle? He, it, 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 uh, is it? I mean, well, I think that NC2A has a big thing with like paying, yeah, you know, like the, I mean, oh, we're not professionals anymore. You just paid an amateur athlete, right? It kind of ruins that, but beating a woman, yeah, it should make you a pro. Criminal. Yeah, it should it should definitely it should definitely set off a lot more alarms than what it did in what was it, two thousand fifteen or oh, a while back. It was a while back. How she it, just brought it back again though. It was Well yeah, because she had like a restraining order or some some legal like document to keep him away or something like that. And how how is that how is that not brought to light sooner? I mean, how do you keep the do? How do you keep this guy on staff? How do you look in the mirror every day and know but he's what, fired though? Yeah, he he was let go, but it's just come on. How long did it take? Right. So what trips me out too is is he? This is the first time I've heard of a college coach being suspended for just three games. 
Has that ever happened before? It's been fired or... Yeah. It, I've never heard three game suspension. Is this the NFL? Yeah. It was, like, how does the NC2A, or was it Ohio State, came up with this? Uh, no, I think that's directly from the, handed down from the NC2A. NCAA. Yeah. Because uh, I've never heard of a three game suspension. Three game suspension. Is he get, he's on administrative, he was on paid administrative leave? Yeah, oh, he was getting paid. Yeah. So it's just, come on. I mean, what kind of message does that send? Oh, yeah. I mean, but it's in the news every day now. You you look at guys like pro athletes every day, there's, there's something about domestic violence or this and that. It's like, dude, at some point, you got to figure it out. You don't hit women. No. I mean, holy shit. It's not a hard concept. You know, whatever you want to say, it's just, it's not acceptable. Yeah. Is being a football player really like, do you have to rage out that hard? I mean, not everybody is Steve Latimer. Okay. <laughs> and if you don't know who Steve Latimer is, the, watch program. the program. If you've been listening to this, you know who Steve Latimer is. Yeah. It's like, dude, you just, you don't do that. I mean, holy shit. And a lot of these guys probably, I mean, not to stereotype the NFL, but a lot of these guys are, you know, mama's boys raised by their mom only. And it's like, I'm sure. What she do you mean ha- stereotype? Who are you singling out, Sean? Just NFL, because <laughs> it only seems to be the NFL. No, you're right. Absolutely. And it's just, I'm sure everybody's mama told them, you don't hit girls. Oh, no. That's... At some point in your life, you've heard that. Yeah. I heard that. I'm sure you heard that. Absolutely. You don't hit girls. And, no. You know, it just, it, it blows my mind that. Well, and then the other thing, too, is, so, Urban Meyer, and I think it was the athletic director, they, he got suspended three games, and they make a, a statement. And they apologize to everyone but the girl who got uh, beat up. Right? <laughs> it's like, come on. Don't, like, you make, you don't even feel sympathy. Yeah. It's there just, should be, first and foremost, we, you know, yeah. our condolences and or whatever, not condolences, but you need to apologize or address, say, the, issue. address the issue first. Yeah. You know, it's just, this was wrong. And, you know, we're trying to fix it. You, you know, there's no real fix for this. You know, hitting a woman, it's abuse. Yeah. There, there's no, but, there's no coming back from this. I mean, right. and then you think long. But they don't effects. even. They, they're talking to Ohio State fans like, "Hey, sorry guys, I'll be back." <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> he, he Ohio State fans aren't tripping. They might feel for this year, but guess what? Ohio State's going to find a coach. They're yeah. going to have someone. They're, you know, Buckeye Nation is one of the strongest football communities ever. Yeah, and they'll bounce back from it. Oh yeah, but you have to address the victim in the situation. Yeah. I, I just, I don't know where they were going with that. It, <laughs> it, NFL dudes fired, right? Oh, easy. You know, it, it starts with the top and we have a saying, you know, shit rolls downhill. Everyone, and, that's a, just a good coaching saying. And it, it starts at the top. I mean, so he only gets suspended for three games. What happens, what happens to the next guy somewhere else? If somebody else gets, if the next head coach gets fired for that, how is that legitimate? Oh yeah, it's you know they set a he precedent. He knew about it. He knew about it, and he didn't. He didn't, you know, do the appropriate things to to get his coach. Well, I think that that guy's dad got Urban into coaching. Was his first? Uh, oh, I didn't like, mentor. That. I yeah, didn't that. I remember there was a lot. There's a lot of like circle, you know. He knew this guy and helped out that guy, and now he couldn't really get rid of the guy's kid. And so, <laughs> all right. Anyways, yeah, that's my ride in the pine. Urban Meyer, ride in the pine. Grab Sit some on bench. the bench. Paulo, who do you got? Okay, so again, this is kind of reverse. You know, my starting lineup is a guy who isn't even playing in the NFL. My, oh, I'm sorry. My my riding the pine is someone who didn't is in the NFL. My riding the pine is someone who won a championship, but it's kind of a downgrade. My writing the pine is Ronda Rousey. Okay. <laughs> Talk about a fall from the top or rolling downhill. Yeah. Like, like shit. And it's not bad, but she just won the women's Monday Night Raw title. You go from being the uh, UFC champ. The, Uf- the, like, the undisputed champ. The, the face of the whole thing, you know, for, company. For, wi- for women's fighting. You're and- in movies. You're... And she's promoting every she's not kind just of company. Beating people, she is wrecking. It was seconds. Remember when oh, she, she? I was like, "Oh, I've been in eight fights, and I've only fought for over barely over a minute." Yeah, it was insane. Mm. She was the best UFC female fighter and for then a she, point. She got caught. She got dropped, and then she turned. She basically turned into an older Chuck Liddell. You know, he he was wrecking people for like three to four, maybe five years. And then, you know, he started getting dinged well, a little bit. Well, the game changed, too. Exactly. You know, it was, it, the game, but Ronda just, 
when you, she when I she never, got you, that first L, it was downhill. Oh my like gosh, she what a lost, knockout! She lost her edge, or I don't know what well, it she was. She turned into a sad panda instantly. Oh, she she, she didn't had, know. She went to hiding. She she hid. She she couldn't handle losing. Oh yeah, it was really bad. And so then, hey, guess what? She's on the climb back. She gets in a couple more fights. Never really wins again, or never wins again. And so she decides to go into the WWE. Yeah, it's like I'm going to travel. It's a carnival show. Don't get me wrong. I love it. I'm a childhood fan of WWF. Yeah, I have. I'm a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. I look my. I've been Macho Man Randy Savage for Halloween at least two times. Great photo, by the way, <laughs> of you as Macho Man. Oh, I I go in full character. I love Macho Man. He is my the guy. The cream rises to the top. Oh, much! I, I heard you use the Ultimate Warrior line was it yesterday or today. Yesterday, I was talking to the JV team and because varsity starts early because my freshmen get out later, and the Ultimate Warrior, you know, before he passed away, had like a small reality show where he's like training kids, and a kid says, "I can't," <laughs> and the Ultimate Warrior just completely turns into character. And how many years? Fifty-two or 50. fifty years. Fucking, I can't. <laughs> we'll put po- we'll post a video on Instagram. Oh, it's so good. Anyway, someone must have told you I can't, and oh, then you God. hit them with it. I heard it fifty yards away. I was so pissed. <laughs> that isn't isn't that the worst when you're coaching? You hear and I can't. Yeah. Oh, oh, the worst. Yeah. Anyway, so I love the WWE, and Ronda Rousey's in it, and so I see her match. You should see her makeup. It's horrible. She's dressed like Rowdy Piper, isn't she? Well, she got Rowdy. Uh, he before he passed, he kind of like was like, "Hey, you could use my name. It's cool." And so he she uses kind of like the logo and the colorway, but she looks like a weird '80s villain. Really, her makeup's all <laughs> crazy, and her hair she's got like try to get a weird design on the side, and it's painted, you know. And then she's talking shit in the middle of it. Like, you know what I used to like about Ronda Rousey? After a weigh-in, and she do that face to face. She never talked. That's not the Ronda I knew when she was a competitor. Yeah. Now she's like, you want me to slam you? You know, this and that. And I'm like, oh, my God. Who is this? Don't get me wrong. One of her moves, her finishing move, is, it's, it's really fast and powerful, and it's pretty cool. But it, it, the makeup and the un-Ronda, not the Ronda I know to be, is like in the ring. And it's not that fun for me. Now, it's so like, And I'm a fan of women in wrestling. Yeah. Can you... You can almost say the same thing with Brock Lesnar. I mean, Brock jumps though. Brock is just you. You want to see him because he. You don't see an athlete that big, dude. And he go. He goes back and forth, back and forth. I'm sure he's making more money in the WWE. Well, he's got a fight coming up with freaking Daniel Cormier. Oh, he, oh, he. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He is fighting him, dude. He yeah, he bounced back. He's going. He has a title fight. Yeah, I mean, he has the, a title fight in a couple months. It's insane. And the thing with him is like he doesn't seem to lose the edge either way. Yeah. Well, he's. Just, uh, he, you have to see him. He is a, a phenomenal, well, I wouldn't say phenom, but it's a once-in-a-lifetime type of guy you're going to see. I just remember him fighting Randy Couture. I want to say it was the first time. And he's got, he's like mounted on top of Randy Couture, bouncing his head off the mat like a basketball. He's got those big meat hawk hands oh, yeah. just pummeling him off the mat. And it was like, wow, that's got to hurt. Oh, yeah. He's, I remember when he tried out for the Vikings. <laughs> he looked, but he's done, like he's put. Look at he, he tried for a pro football team. Yeah, he he's, he was he a champion. Co- did he play college football? No, he was a uh, a wrestler. Oh, okay, he wrestled for uh, Montana or Wyoming, one of those, or was he Oklahoma State? I don't remember, but he was a dude. Yeah, I think he, he's from Montana. I think Montana. He wrestled for Montana, and I think he was a national champ, big time guy. My favorite Brock Lesnar line was after. I forget. I think it was after his first fight with Randy Couture. He's like, I'm going to go home. I'm going to have a Coors Light, not a Bud Light, because they won't pay me shit. <laughs> yeah, a Coors Light. Super funny. And have sex with my wife. <laughs> yeah, he's insane, dude. And he, you know, and, but he, he went and when Daniel Cormier beat Stipe, the guy who's one defended more heavyweight title fights than anyone else, probably the greatest heavyweight, you'd even know about him. Because he's just not that popular. He's not doesn't he's not doesn't have a lot of bravado, you know. Daniel Cormier talks about Brock, and Brock comes in and starts pushing people and starts turning it into a WWE moment and start talking shit. It's it's you know he definitely knows how to sell. The oh, hype. he's selling the fight. It's already bigger. 
Yeah. Then what it means, and you know, Stipe says like, "How I, I'm the greatest heavyweight of all time, and I can't even defend my title, right? Because Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Yeah. Because of Brock Lesnar, he's That's gonna exactly. sell more tickets. Absolutely. It's all about a business decision. Yeah. So Ronda Rousey is in WWE. Can't even sell tickets. Like, are ticket sales going out the roof for her? No. I don't know. It's probably prob- not. It's probably the same because, you know, the following for WWE's grown exponentially since it, I was a kid. It's gone way better. I think it's, you know, it's it's not going to go anywhere. And, it's more accessible. You know, yeah. they go to more cities. They have more live shows. But now she's got to, yeah, she's got to travel the world, the nation. And she's, for me, riding the pine. Yeah. I don't want to see her. No. Nah. So that's that. Let's get into the show. Absolutely. Uh, we hit a milestone this past week. We did it. Thousand downloads in 14 episodes. Thank you to all the viewers, listeners, subscribers, all you guys that uh, follow us and give us the downloads and listen to our, our stuff. We appreciate that. Yeah. So it was real funny because, you know, we work the grave shift and I get off of work like at eight in the morning and I check where our downloads are and we're at 998. And I'm walking in front of this couple, you know, I don't know if they're a couple, but they're, de- they're definitely like work flirting, you know. I'm, I'm married now. I don't work flirt anymore. But maybe I had a girlfriend at one time, and I had a job where she wasn't there, and there was a girl I would flirt with. Sure. You always had a work flirt. Yeah. Anyways, so that's what I see in front of me as I'm walking to the parking lot. And I don't even ask their name. I'm like, hey, hey, guys. Because you know how I strong arm people. Oh, you're the best. I'm, I do it. Hey, can you guys do me a huge favor? <laughs> hey, I have a podcast. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's up? And they knew what a podcast was. They were young enough, so it was perfect. I was like, guys, we are two subscriptions or, or downloads away from 1,000. You guys want to be 999 and 1,000. And the, the boyfriend or the male in the work flirt is like, oh, yeah. And he actually he knew Randy. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's got cinema adventures. But this is the, you know. He's our is producer. Hold, this is hold my whistle. He's our producer. But this hold my whistle. We're, you know, we're doing pretty good. He goes, okay, yeah, I'll get you download. Yeah, I've heard about you, I think. And he goes, but can you do me a favor? I'm like, what do you want to shout out? He goes, no. Mention, talk about the Steelers. I said, deal. Let's talk about the Steelers then. This is for you. I don't know your name. <laughs> that makes I, it I, even I, better. I don't, I don't know her name, but this is the, the, the work flirt couple walking to the, the, the parking lot for me. This is for you. I believe you guys are 999 and 1,000. So, Sean, hit me with one of your favorite. We're, we're going to give, let's see if we can knock it out in five minutes or if we go, we go on a tangent. Yeah. Hit me with a Steelers memory. Oh, favorite Steelers memory. Uh, probably when they drafted Troy Palomalu, like most recently. SC guy. I mean, that's your dude. He, he, what a player he turned out to be in the, in the NFL. Top three, top two safeties of all time. Just a phenomenal athlete, could play the whole field. Two-time Super Bowl champ. Yeah, I mean, the dude just balled, like, yeah. nonstop. Best dude. hair in the NFL, potentially? Ever? Uh, ever? Yeah, that's, that's a fair statement. Yeah. I, I think that's a very fair statement. Uh, the dude just played, like, he could play at the line of scrimmage, he could cover you deep, I mean, he could run. There wasn't much he couldn't do. I mean, I'm, there's there's a ton of recent Steelers For, memories. Potential Hall of Famer next year. Oh, I, I wholeheartedly agree. How does the dude not get in? Right. One of my favorite Steelers memories is I fell in love with NFL films. And the intro to NFL films was See? Bill Cower <laughs> talking to Greg Lloyd, kill the quarterback. Yeah. I and I just that. was like, who's this guy, Greg Lloyd? Oh. He used to wear the 90s plastic face mask. <laughs> With the bar Huge down the middle. freaking shoulder pads. And remember, he'd be like hyperventilating breathing? Yeah. Oh, I love the guy. Well, it was him and Kevin Green. Oh, I yeah. I mean, they were intense. just guns. crazy, crazy dudes. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you look back at, at the all-time Steelers, and it's just the list is exponentially long. Right? Well, then I mentioned to you, like, I, uh, what was the stat I tried to tell you? Like, do you think career-wise... Or like since the Steelers have been around, at least in our lifetime, that they've been a top five defense forever. Yeah, when were we talking about? It that? was just it recently, last week or yeah. very recent. But I, easily in the last twenty years, yeah, the, top five defense every year. Um, I'm sure there's a couple where they weren't, but defensively, well, before they lost their most recent defensive coordinator, Dick LeBeau, who's now legend, who's now in Tennessee. Yeah, uh, Dick LeBeau was a genius, a defensive genius, the way yeah, he ran guru. things. Yeah, I, I Blitz think, specialist. You know, and he he really um, utilized that amoeba front. You know, they have eight guys standing at the line of scrimmage just out of position, and, you know, at the snap of the ball, you don't know who's coming, who's going where, and 
it, it worked. You know, yeah. you put guys in positions to be successful, and it was it was it was fun to watch. It was yeah. super creative, especially at the highest level. One to, of the funnest defenses to watch for sure. Yeah, I mean, they brought pressure from everywhere, and you did you just didn't know who was coming. Yeah, Dick LeBeau is a legend. Well, let's talk about head coaches. I think the Steelers have only had three head coaches since they've been ever? around ever. ever. Yeah, Mike Tomlin, Bill Cowher, and the guy from the seventies, Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll. Yeah. yeah. I, I, can you name? Can Can you name another one? Is there you, another one? I don't know. Have they only had three head coaches in their entire right? franchise. If you're a head coach, like talk about career move. Like if you land the Steelers job, you're you could you know you're going to retire there. Yeah, you might as well, or or you're really shitty and you get fired. Yeah. I mean, it 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 never really seemed to miss a the beat. The Roonies don't want to, you know. Is it the Roonies? They yeah, okay. They own the Steelers. All right, um, yeah. If if you get hired on as the Steelers head coach, you better be good because you got a big a big chunk of time to yeah, hold up. Think about it. And those three coaches have Super Bowls, right? Bill yeah. got one. Bill got one. Yeah. Um, Bill got one. Chuck Knoll won what three? And then Tomlin's won no, two, like four or five. Did he win? Because yeah. no, they've won six. Bradshaw. Oh yeah, they, I think they got four, and then Roethlisberger got two. Yeah, because Bill did Bill get one with Ross? No, they lost one. I think did they it? lost to the Cowboys in ninety four. Green Bay, Green Bay. I think no, did, yeah. didn't Brett Favre beat him in ninety seven? Yes, they, he did. It, I think they had like Rex. No, oh, I forget what their quarterback's last name was. It wasn't Rex. That was the the, the Bears. But no, they lost one in the nineties. But yeah, that's uh, coaching there. Um, do you know who one of my favorite players though in the nineties again? Once I found out about. You know, NFL films. Remember Cordell Stewart? Oh, uh, Slash? Slash. Oh, dude. I just remember Cordell Stewart from May. I mean, I remember him in the Steelers, but to me, when you say Cordell Stewart, you got to go back to that 92 uh, Colorado Buffalo team with him mm-hmm. and Rashawn Salam. Yeah. And that Highlights. crazy end of the game, Hail Mary play to win. Mm-hmm. When you say Cordell Stewart, that's what I think of. Yeah. How about best com- first cool sports commercial with Mean Joe Green and Coca-Cola? Thanks, Mean Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they, they, they probably are in contention with most Hall of Famers, too. Uh, I, Pro- they're probably up there. They're, they're definitely top five. Um, just just a, a recent tidbit for me would be you know antonio brown antonio brown's been the number one fantasy receiver for the past three years he was the number one fantasy player for the last couple years and now he's on the cover of madden i mean oh madden curse if you believe in the madden curse i mean if you're a steelers fan i might be a little worried i would be concerned he's he's already had a little muscle tweak in camp and he's missed some time (laughs) it's believe me the madden curse is real every every once in a while you get lucky and you avoid it but Look what happened to Peyton Hillis. He was on. He was on. He was, he, that was a fluke. Exactly. And look what happened. Where is he now? And, where Gone. Is he? He's dead. Let's or at least about, his career is. Let's talk about Steelers running backs. Uh, Franco Harris, the bus. Um, right now they got Le'Veon Bell. You know, they've had an awesome backfield for a long time. Yeah. Um, they, they seem to grind it, was it out. Willie Parker was pretty studly too. Willie Parker you know, came out of nowhere out of Iowa and he tore it up for a while. Um, the bus. What do you say about the bus? He just the consummate ground and pound. Dude, that guy was fun. You've never seen a big guy that light on his feet. Oh, I mean, just and looking then he at would him, lay down tracks. Yeah, just looking at him, it's like, dude, how does this guy do it? He's kind of tubby, but he'd get in the open field and he'd put a move on and he dropped the shoulder on you, and it was impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, being a Notre a Notre Dame hater. You know, I, I had to I had to give it to the guy. The dude, oh yeah, the dude was a stud. And I heard he's like an like a really good bowler. Really? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. I did. I watched the like Lifetime, the life of uh, the bus. Oh, the football life. Yeah, football yeah. life. Um, going. You mentioned Franco Harris, the immaculate reception or immaculate reception. How crazy is that? Uh, that there's no camera angle of well, the ball touching or not touching. Well, if you go by the rules from back then, uh, it should be the immaculate. Uh, incompletion. Well, why? If there's no, because if the back in those days, if the ball was deflected, oh really? You were not allowed. Uh, like if you caught the ball off the deflection, it was deemed you to can't be tip drill it. Back then, yeah, you couldn't. Oh wow! So that that's the what big... a blow up hit that was too. Jack Tatum. Oh, lit him up. Oh yeah. I wonder who got who was the guy that got hit. Who cares? Yeah, he talk, got... talk about hitters. Two for the Steelers, like Mel Blunt. There's just big hitters all Yeah, Mel Blunt, Mel Blunt laid it down. Oh, yeah. Um, how about, is there amazing weed in, in Pittsburgh? 
Oh, there must be. Who? Another receiver just got uh, caught smoking the weed. E- Eli Rogers, one game suspension. You yeah. know, smoke, smoking the herb, the cannabis herbis. Who else has been? Uh, well, did Antonio get caught smoking? Santonio uh, Holmes. Antonio Holmes. Santonio smoking. Uh, did Plaxico get busted? No, uh, he just shot himself. He shot, yeah, he. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always been like, like some herbals flying around Pittsburgh. Was it? Wait, Le'Veon. Yeah, Le'Veon. Le'Veon. That's who it was. Yeah. He, like, he likes smoking the herb. Uh, just something about Pittsburgh. Get, oh. Guys getting popped for weed. You know, yeah. the NFL should really be like the NBA and just turn a blind eye to weed. Yeah. It's steroids. That's something. Yeah. I Performance don't. enhancing. Like, sure. Well, if you don't have a major injury, like I'll get, you know, oh, you had an ACL tear or HGH. your arm's broken. HGH. Cool. It's all about but the recovery. But if, if there was no injury yeah, I, and I, you I, test positive. Yeah, I get that. Banned. Yeah, I get that. But it's like weed, I mean, to me... For the NFL, weed is a much better alternative for players than using the synthetic painkillers. Yeah. A lot of these guys have problems sleeping. They're just beat up. You know, you smoke a little grass and you feel better. You know, it's like... You, what do you know? I, I don't, but, you know, <laughs> exactly. the, the, the proof is in the science. <laughs> okay. Right? Am, am I wrong? I know. I'm, I, I, as far as what I know, because I don't know a lot about the subject, all right, is that I would never take pills. Pills is just such a worse option. Oh, it just kills your body. Oh, it's, and then you get hooked, and then then it's all downhill. I, I hate seeing people stuck on painkillers, man. It's the worst. Yeah, just let let them smoke weed. It, it, it's better for everybody. I'm getting depressed now. Think, thanks. Well, weed could get you depressed too. Yeah, I it could be. Yeah. See, this is what happens when you get two people to download your podcast and then make you talk about Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this was for you. You know, that was our Pittsburgh Steeler talk. Thanks for downloading. 999 and 1000. Yes, that's we appreciate you. you. Work flirters. All right. Hey, well, so college football is kind of back, but for us in San Ynez, it's a big week for us. We have the second longest rivalry in California. I think it's third or fourth. I'm going to say second. I like saying second. It's it's pretty good. We're not the first. We don't want that kind of publicity. Yeah, no. That, that. Well, we'll, we'll hang in the wings. Since, what, is it 70 plus years? Uh, no, I don't think. It's it's mid-50s to 60s. 70 plus years, guys. <laughs> okay. We've been having a rivalry with Carpinteria High School. Yeah. And so that's what's happening this week. Um, in light of that, let's talk about some of your favorite rivalries. You know, one between me and Sean, you know, our, our college is, Sean is a big Trojan fan. He's SC all the way. Yep. And I'm a Bruin. UCLA. Paul likes to aid clap. I like to aid clap. It's a party. I like being around educated people. And you're saying it, it makes me feel not? smart. Not as come on. The academia at UCLA is way better. Oh no way. Come you, for how many ditzy blondes get into USC, dude? USC is way more. Let's talk about how many terms. criminals have come in out of USC compared to UCLA. <laughs> Just because it. Steven Spielberg. We could go Jim Morrison with the doors. We got artists. We're it's we're just full of. Artists, intelligent people. What's this we shit? You never went to UCLA. I'm a fan. I'm, I, a fan. I say we don't bring the we stuff. You know how fans say that. <laughs> USC had John Wayne. Okay. Can you beat the Duke? Can I? Top the Duke. Steven Spielberg. Fuck Steven Spielberg. He, he ain't John Wayne. Jurassic Park. Come on. Forrest Gump. John Wayne. Oh, come on. Who, yeah, who else? Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. At that time, Lou Alcindor. We got we got the best hippies, the you, best hippies. You've got better basketball. I'll give you that. Oh, we're the John Wooden, best coach of all time. John Wooden, best coach, the, the basketball coach. Yeah, basketball coach. The, I don't I don't know. Could you call him best coach of all time? Uh, he's I definitely call, in the, best he, college coach of all time. He's definitely in the conversation. Oh yeah, for I sure. Mean, I bought a book. I didn't read it. <laughs> I have a John Wooden what you, book. What are you using it for? A doorstop or a coaster? <laughs> it just looks good on my nightstand. Oh, okay. It you just kind of like, sits there. Oh yeah. A little inspirational reading every once in a while. Yeah. It was what is it? The Triangle of Success. Yeah. Pyramid. 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 Oh, God, exactly. Egyptian. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, oh, yeah. I love the rivalry. Yeah. You know the crosstown. The crosstown rivalry. The gauntlet, right? The gauntlet. You know, it's it's fun to watch. That's and, a good one. Um, another good one. Uh, we play. I played with a couple of guys from Washington um, when I was at City College in the Apple Cup, Wazoo versus Washington. Uh, they say that one goes off. Like if you're a Washingtonian or if that's what they're called. Okay. It's like the the big ticket. 
or you can even say the Civil War in Oregon and Oregon State. Yeah. And then you've got, what what the hell? Oh, the Iron Bowl, Auburn, yeah. Alabama. I like, I, I love Michigan, Ohio State. What What is that? What is that called? It's like the board. Not Which one do you get the jug? That's Wisconsin. Is that Wisconsin and Michigan? Uh, I think it's Minnesota. Minnesota? Or no, is that the, the Gophers? Or is that the, 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 that's the Lumberjack? That's like the Paul Bunyan trophy or something. Yeah, there's a lot of them out there. I love this kind of stuff. Yeah. I, you know, I like, uh, was it the U in Florida State? Yeah, that's good. You and got, all the Florida schools against each other. Pretty fun to watch. You got the Red River Rivalry. Oh, that's Texas, awesome. Texas, Oklahoma. At the Cotton Bowl, right? Yeah. And then, that's um, be fun. uh, who you go for that? Bedlam. Are you, are you a, are you a Boomer Sooner or are you a Longhorn? Oh, man, that's tough. Really? Yeah. I, I'm I, Boomer Sooner all I, the time. You're Boomer Sooner all the time. Longhorn's down. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't really have a favorite in that game. I mean, I like the Bedlam game. Bedlam's always good. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. I mean, you know what I like in uh, college basketball is Duke, North Carolina. Great game, dude. Talk about the Cameron Crazies. Oh man, I think if if we're gonna go, if we're going on to that, I'm just gonna say this right now: Duke is the number one team in the country. Did you see Zion? Oh, dude, that they're they got the number one and number two recruit, and they are balling. I so if you haven't seen Zion Williamson last year, you haven't been watching like high high school sports is blown up now. You should know every top athlete because it's just on YouTube. It's on if, Instagram. If you don't have Facebook and watch the videos of this dude dunking on kids, well, that and that was the thing is like everyone's like this guy can't be that good because he's just dunking on short white guys, and he's probably playing in like urb, white urban America. He's he's that Duke now, just crushing, wrecking people. Don't get me wrong; they're playing the small schools first. It's early. Well, they're in Canada, aren't they? They're I, I, they're going through Canada. They're f- beating up on all the Canadian schools. He is so big; he gets his own rebounds. His arm reach is huge. Oh, he runs the court. He does a finger roll. He's got moves. He's playing really well. He'll take you off the dribble. He's and I don't know. He might be one and done. Did you did you did you see the one where he went in for the layup? And it bounced off the rim, and without even missing a beat, he gets his own rebound yeah. and dunks that shit. Oh, he's incredible. Like, off of one foot, off of a finger roll, into a dunk. That's, Don't get me wrong. He's not LeBron, but he's gonna. he weighs. He looks like he weighs a good 240, 250. Yeah, he's a, he's a beast. Yeah, I and mean, it's going to be hard to muscle him. Yeah. So, I, I, I you know. I, so, yeah, Duke in, in North Carolina. Yeah. I mean, call me a front runner, but, you know. Are you jumping on a bandwagon? I've kind of always been on the so, Duke bandwagon. Wait, if you, well, it's... Who, how many times do you think in your life you've put Duke in the championship game of your Final Four bracket? Almost every year. <laughs> you have to. Almost every year. You have to. How do you, how do you not? I but mean, even these last, no, wait, did they lose first round this year? No, they made it. How far? Not far. Not far. Um, they made, oh, you know, Grayson Allen went kind of far. That's right. Yeah, they, they made it pretty far. I want to say Elite Eight maybe. But so there's been like, was it two years ago? I know there's been a couple times where it's like, they lost, they lost to Iona like, uh, <laughs> Four years ago, something like that, got knocked out in the first round. That was a very disappointing yeah. bracket for me. What other college basketball rivalries are there? Uh, Kentucky and Kentucky Louisville. I guess that's one. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. It's basketball. I, yeah, We're it's more conference season. stuff. It's it's tough to think about that stuff. Yeah, well, baseball season's going on. You know, Giants, Dodgers. Sure, I hate the Dodgers. I know you do. God, Bay Area. It doesn't matter, man. But you know what's funny? I like watching the... Uh, I like Yankees Red Sox. Oh, that's a good one. That fight with uh, when <laughs> Pedro, Pedro and, and the and, freaking old man. What's uh, his name? Zimmer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He pushes an old guy down. Real tough. <laughs> Real tough, Pedro. Good for you. Yeah. Oh, I love baseball clearouts when they, when they clear the benches. You got a lot of pushing from the edge and no real action going There's, on. There, you know, it's, it's, it's a technique. It looks like a... Think about it. How many guys on each baseball team? 30? It's um, choreographed perfectly. Yeah. But it's, he just kind of pushes and shoves a little bit. But then you uh, got to get it in quick. Yeah. The best one I've ever seen is when the batter decides, hey, I'm going to go after the pitcher, right? Mm-hmm. But he throws his bat down and back kicks the catcher. Oh, that was great. <laughs> That's um, the move. That's, you have to do that. Every time you mention baseball fight, you go right. Nolan Ryan. Ryan. Nolan Ryan in the beating the shit out of Robin Ventura. Headlock. Oh, yeah. Just pounding him. You don't. You don't and, and not to mention, this isn't young Nolan. Yeah. This is, hey, I'm almost retired, Nolan Ryan. And he's still whipping your ass. Oh, God. He, and he was still slinging at 101. Oh, dude. The dude was a beast. One of the best. Oh, yeah. I, I thought, hey, watching him in my, in my lifetime, I'm going to see another Nolan Ryan. I don't think I've seen someone pitch heat like him. 
Um, not consistently and, you know. Not as long. And just as long as he did it in terms of striking people out, getting wins. I mean, and he wasn't on good teams. No. I mean, he was, he was the man just throwing gas. Yeah. Um, any other rivalries? Oh, uh, let's talk about Live Oak Acorns. Okay. So we hate, and you know, I, we hate the Gilroy Mustangs. It's our rivalry. They're not and the, everyone knows Gilroy because of they're the garlic capital. Oh, the garlic festival. They're not the garlic. And guess what? I fucking love garlic. Who? Who doesn't like garlic? Yeah. I like a good sl- garlic slice anything. of garlic bread. It's delicious. It's great. It's one of the top five seasonings you'll ever use in your life. Salt, pepper, garlic. You need it. Okay. Right? So everyone loves Gilroy because of that. And we hate them. We hate the Gilroy Mustangs. You're sure of it? You hate them? I'm sure of it. I hate we have, you know, they're the Mustangs, and we had a little chant and li- at Live Oak. What do we eat? Mustang meat. What do we chew? Mustang stew. How do we like it? Raw. Huh. It's a little, you know, it's a little, little old school. Elementary. But it's been going, they've been, we've been saying it for a long time, Sean. Okay. We have, an, we have a very old saying in San Inez, too, during Carp Week. But I'm not going to say it on the air. I'm going to say it because I'm a new pirate. <laughs> I'm rolling deep. Fuck carp. Fuck carp. 2018. Let's go pirates. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're an old, if you're an old San Inez guy, you know exactly what we're talking about. Yeah. You know, it was embroidered everywhere. And your uncle week. is like one of the at the end of each game. You know, there's a best uh, offensive, defensive, and MVP guy, right? Yeah. And your uncle like gives these awards away. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's that that's uh, entertaining by itself because. He's just a funny guy to listen to. <laughs> Gabe Prendergastgard. Oh, yeah. We had a phenomenal wide receiver. He just graduated. And don't get me wrong. His last name is not the easiest to say, but he completely butchered it. Oh, it was so bad. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer. He's not going to be there this year. Yeah. Be, be, uh, he's be, not? Is he going hunting? No. He's uh, cooking for Chris Joe's. Oh, yes. Oh, we have a wedding, wedding this weekend. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I am too. How are you getting there? I'm just going for one day. Elise is driving. Uh, what time are you leaving? After film. Cool. Can I hit your ride? <laughs> what? The family's not coming? Grayson's got a football game and Rue's cheerleading. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. I guess you can hit your ride. Yeah. I, I look like the dad of the year right now. Oh, man. Well, <laughs> there's no way we're going to miss Chris Joseph's wedding. I already, mi- I already, already missed, missed the bachelor party. I already missed the bachelor party. Yeah, if you guys don't remember in the last episode, I was talking about how I went on a tremendous voyage on a hike for about an hour and a half with all his groomsmen and just had a good time. And none of like our friends were there. Roy showed up. Yeah, but I, someone I tried. It. Someone took his parking spot and like he had to rage out and had to go home. But that's classic Roy. Yeah, so he was there, but no one else. Oh, you're oh, Eddie and Tommy showed up for about five minutes. Yeah, typical Eddie. Yeah, but hey, let's, I'm, I'm cold. I want to throw a big. You know, has it happened yet? No, but big congratulations. He's one of my best friends. I'm super glad I met you guys, like you, Sean, so I could meet Chris because he's awesome. Yeah, Chris is a cool dude. Yeah, uh, road scholar. One yeah. of the smart. I could say that's why I like UCLA. <laughs> Definitely the smartest person I know. Okay, you know, but big congratulations to Chris and Leanne getting married this weekend. We're going out to Cambria. Cambria, yeah, nice little central oh, coast no. spot. Cayucas, is it Cayucas? Do we get to see the elephant seals? I don't you know. know are, well, are they still there? Sean always makes fun of me because I have a, I have a son, and if there's like tractors or animals, Touch I'm going to stop. Yeah. Does, do I want my son to touch a SWAT truck or a fire truck? He's into that stuff. Sean makes fun of me because I'm active in my son's life. Every day they got to go do something. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> pa- well, guess what? So I just want to let you know, you hitch a ride with me. On the way to Cayucas, there's a beach and it's full of elephant seals. Like a thousand. We don't have time for that. We are stopping to see the freaking elephant seals. Okay. All right? My son needs to experience this. <laughs> it smells like crap. <laughs> right? Have you seen elephant seal shit? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've so been guess what? Once. We're gonna we're gonna look at the elephant seals. Then we'll go watch Joe get married, and, and we'll laugh on home. the way back. And then we'll come home. Yeah, we'll eat and run. Take a to-go bag. The cake better be good. Cake? Yeah. I don't care about the cake. I just want free booze. Heck, it better be open bar. I don't think it's. I did. My guess is it's beer and wine. Big thumbs down. Uh, sliders. Yeah, but I, how I, good were the sliders at my if wedding? If they just have oh, your wedding was well, yeah, but would I'm you say a, top three wedding of all time? All time? Oh no! Did you see what freaking Meghan Markle had? Oh uh, no! In, <laughs> that you've attended? Oh yeah, I'll give you that because I, you know, I am the party. It became a top three wedding of all time because I was there. 
You and your Guido suit. Yeah. <laughs> Pinky ring. Pinky Small ring. glasses. It's not about you, Sean. Or me. It's about Chris Joseph. I want to throw a big shout out. We love you. Congratulations. So, you again. Just, a, just another thing on that. What are you wearing? What are you going to wear? Oh, I have a gangster ass shirt from like the 90s. Uh-huh. Like It's black with all kinds of different colors. And I'm wearing my black coaching pants. Oh, wow. Way to dress black up. Black is trimming. Cool. Yeah. Or I have my like burlap. Like, hey, I'm going to wear chunkless pants because we're by the beach. Hmm. I'm going to go. There's um, not too much stuff I have that fits me right now. Oh, okay. I'm huge. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going more of a, God, what, how do I say it? Like a, like a boat party. I got a blue blazer jacket that I'm going to wear. Wearing penny loafers, duck shoes or something? Uh, yeah, I'm, I might wear the natives, the native shoes. Ooh. I used to have a shoe store, and our soundproofing in the garage is a thousand shoe boxes. And one of the companies <laughs> that I have is native. And Sean's wearing those shoes. Yeah. I'm I supplied gonna, you with a couple pairs of shoes. Yeah, I'm going to wear some, some Banana Republic jean, uh, slacks, a blue blazer, and I'm not sure on what Ooh, shirt. You're going to wear a blazer? Yeah. Is I'm, it outdoor wedding? Uh, it's on. It's in Cayuga. Uh, I guess. It's kind of cold there. It's going to be cold. Yeah, I'd bring a jacket. Might be coldies. I might. Might bring my pirate coaching jacket. Which one? The retro one? Maybe it's the one that fits me. The retro one's I've the gained best. a lot of weight in the last couple of years, guys, so... Yeah. My <laughs> wardrobe has just been sitting dry. <laughs> it's a good thing he's got fresh coaching gear every year. Yeah, thank uh, thank you, Josh. Um, all right. Well, that's it for rivalries. I wanted to hit you with the blitz period, though, Sean. All right. All right. So, again, Sean's always hit me. This is my first blitz I'm hitting with Sean. Hopefully you don't shit the bed like you do it. You call it. Oh, yeah. I did ruin it. I'm not going to be a, I'm not a play-by-play guy. Yeah, okay. I could side comment. Side, you know, bar, sidebar conversations about what's happening, but I'm not a play-by-play guy. That's not what I am. I r- com- comment on things after the fact once I think of something funny to say. All right, but for this blitz period, I'm going to tax Sean. All right, and you gotta, so you got to give him the premise of why. Right, exactly. So when we go to work, um, we have to choose a box number, a tip box. All right, we we work on tips, and we have a number, and so we reference it with athletes yeah who was this number who was that number typically it's always football players typically i want you to bounce around and do your best okay bounce around you know between sports you whatever you know best athlete it is football season and we are football guys but if you think of someone who's legendary with these numbers and some are tough you know i'd say the first four or five are pretty easy i threw in a couple tough ones but this is a speed round and if you will get a bonus point if you get let's say five seconds per number so if you knock out multiple athletes, you get bonus points. Oh, boy. The pressure is mounting. All right. I have six, seven, eight. There's 10 numbers. Oh, 10 numbers. It's so late. Okay. Are you ready? Hold on. Let me get another drink of my Bang Energy Here, drink. Bang. And make sure you... It's got super creatine, BCAA, aminos, uh, ultra COQ10, whatever the hell that I is. I hope that helps you think of all these athletes. All right. All right. And if you think that Sean forgot any athletes with these numbers, let us know on our comments, Instagram, Facebook, who knows? Okay, here we go, Sean. Are you ready? First, number two. Number two. God, Charles Woodson. College? Yeah. Number seven. Oh, I knew you were coming with us. John Elway. Number 20. Barry Sanders. Number 33. Oh, God. 33, Roger Craig. Number 50. Mike Singletary. 56. Uh, 56. Ken, no, Ken Norton was 50, 55. 56, Hardy Nickerson. 77. Oh, 77, Eric Williams. No, he, yeah, or is he 71? <laughs> oh, Lyle Alzado. Oh, that's a good, 81. Uh, no, John Taylor is 82. Ricky Prohl. Oh, my um, God. Ricky Prohl. Okay, here we go. 85. 85. Uh, Vernon Davis. 99. J.J. Watt. <laughs> oh, dude, you did so bad. I know. There was so more, but you, I'll tell you what. Ricky Prohl? Yeah. <laughs> Is he a white wide receiver that we didn't mention? We didn't mention him. Oh, my God. That's deep. Who, All right. who would you have gone with? At 81? Yeah. Randy Moss. Yeah. Well, Tim I, Brown. I think of Randy Moss as 84. Okay. Get your 84 jerseys out. Right. Um, number two was tough. I, don't, I can't. Uh, Dion in college was number two. Uh, a lot of kickers. Yeah. <laughs> number two. It's a, it's a kicker punter number. 
I mean, didn't Colt, no, Colt McCoy was 12, or is 12. Yeah. But well, if you went 12 too, I would have went Tom Brady. Seven, oh, yeah. you went John Elway, which was pretty solid. I like um, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. And Boomer Esiason. Boomer, yeah. Uh, Doug Flutie, wasn't he number seven yeah, too? Yeah, Doug Flutie. Um, number 20, I think of Ed Reed. I think of, you said Barry Sanders? Yeah. Barry solid. That was a good one. I think uh, that's the best 20. Now, 33, I could have jumped through basketball. Like crazy. Yeah. Larry Bird, Patrick, Pippen. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. There's Alonzo a lot of 30, morning. Yeah. 33 is a solid basketball number. Not to mention Sean Foy. Yeah. I, Not I could, the hitman of 2002. I couldn't throw that out there. <laughs> 50 is just one of the best linebacker numbers. You could Mike Singletary is a good choice. So I'll give you that. Wasn't bad. Who, who's the, who's, I mean, I could have said Gary Plummer. There's a lot of 50s. Gary uh, Plummer is a good one. I know. Holy mustache, too. Yeah, great mustache. Tom, Very Tom Selleck-esque. <laughs> yes. Uh, 56, you could have LT. Yeah, I could have. You know. I, um, I drew a little blank on 56. I'm, I was trying to think of inside guys. You know, that was me. So I, not to, we, I threw out our high school numbers. Yeah. 33 and 56. But I got one. You did. 77, I just, I thought you would just know one. That's a tough one. Well, I went I, Eric Williams. I want to say he was seventy-seven, but I don't. I want to say he was he was seventy-one. But I did get Lyle Alzado. Lyle Alzado was, was a good late. One. It yeah, was late. I liked it. That was that was a very clutch moment for you. Yeah, very uh, Michael Jordan esque. Eighty-one. We already talked about eighty-five. Is good with uh, you. Antonio Gates is also eighty-five. Yeah, he's still in the league. Really, is there is there anybody? No, didn't he retire? No, he's still in the league. He was someone drafted him tenth <laughs> round, um, and then ninety-nine. I would have gone Wayne Gretzky. Warren Sapp, J.J. Watt's a good one. Yeah. I can't think of any other 99s. Like, great, like, good 99s. Those are, those are the most popular 99s, I think. I would think. think so. God, how did I miss the great one? Yeah, oh. I mean, that's your, his fucking nickname. The great one. Right. Great nickname. Yep. Um, all right, so that was a good list period. Again, if we forgot anyone at those numbers, let us know. It was pretty fun. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. For not knowing the numbers Prior, I think I did a pretty good job. Well, you know, we went into college numbers with Charles Woodson and Dion at number two. I mean, holy shit. Who's who's a famous number two? I mean, Let us know. Like, DB? Someone's no. going to get back to us, and it's going to be so obvious, and I'm going to hate it. It's going to be like, why the fuck didn't I think of that? Well, we're guy? raging on Bang right now. We can't really focus. <laughs> <laughs> Either that or we're just falling asleep. No, I'm good right now. My wife is going to hate it. She's fast asleep. I'm going to be... Just hey, wired. I'm awake. You want to do something? Let's talk sports. <laughs> want to watch J-Lo? <laughs> just... She probably already watched that episode. Oh, dude. Um, hey, we got one more thing we want to talk about because college football is back. I want to talk about your favorite college helmet. Oh, God. Decal. Decal. Now, there's the decal and there's also the, the goal stickers. Because, like, for me, even though it might be offensive to some people, I love Florida State. I love the Tomahawks on oh, their yeah. helmet. It's, I love the spear. It's a spear on their helmet, not a tomahawk. No, no, no. They get, they get tomahawk goal oh, sticker. Oh, they're goal stickers. The goal sticker, yeah. Uh, those, those are those are good, but I think I want to say the you know when you think goal stickers, the most synonymous one is has got to be the Buckeye. The Buckeye from Ohio State. Yeah. You remember that ESPN commercial from way back in the day? Oh, tackle for a loss, Buckeye. <laughs> Score a touchdown, Buckeye. Those hel- Sack the quarterback, Buckeye. How cool is a helmet full of goal stickers? I wish the NFL had goal stickers. Uh, yeah, that'd be just pretty somewhere, tight. Somewhere. You know, just a little something extra. Yeah. You know, that's another thing about the college game that I really appreciate is there's, you know, just the involvement of all of that. Oh, yeah. It's like, um, all right, where else? Michigan's got some good ones. What does Michigan have? They, they have just put little footballs. Rims. They put little yellow footballs on them. Nah. That's what Live Oak did. We had little green footballs. <laughs> um, let's when see. When you can fill up the side of your helmet with goal stickers. I mean, it's a pretty good look. Let's see. Stanford now, I think, has like the axe. They, they got something on yeah, the Yeah, it's back. a weird one. There's a lot of gold stickers. I have no idea what they are. There's a lot of gold stickers out there. I don't know what they. Yeah. Uh, Toledo, I think Toledo has like little rockets or something. I like lightning bolts, I think, for the Air Force. They do lightning bolts. Uh, I don't know. There's some out there. Anyways, but what about just overall in general, your favorite helmets? Favorite helmets? Got to be the Ducks, Oregon Ducks. Oh, they come. They have their whole. When their whole ensemble, what what is what's his name? Phil, Phil Knight. Phil Knight. Oh, when yeah. he's an alum, and you you get twenty different uniforms to choose from. Chrome, and, when they when they busted out chrome helmets, oh, that for the first time, so dope. The Darth Vader look. Oh. oh, dude, there's there's nothing Oregon can't pull off. Yeah, like I didn't. I, I mean, the classic duck logo they had is you know it's it is whatever. Well, it's from Disney. Yeah, you got you actually got. The classic duck on there. Yeah. Was it Daffy? Donald. 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 Who knows? 
Daffy. Jesus, Paula Daffy. Come on, man. I'm not a cartoon historian here. Okay. But or, who's who's better than Oregon? Yeah, you can't. They're, they're at the top. Uh, but, you know, TCU has come with some cool stuff. TCU. Baylor. Yeah. They get they get uh, to have fun. The Big the Big 12 has been doing a good job with, you know, switching up the uniforms. Oklahoma State is really cool. Yeah. Uh, you already said Baylor. Texas is pretty much a traditional. Well, yeah. They, some, some schools just can't change. Yeah. It's like USC. USC never changes. Yeah. I'm kind of bummed about that, but I do appreciate the traditional well, approach. Like, you know, UCLA changed it up and they went black. You could, you could wear black at UCLA. Yeah, that's... It doesn't look too good with powder blue. It, it, it's Adidas, though. I'm not a big Adidas they guy. They are they're powerhouse kill, now. They're killing it now. But and they're Under Armour now, by the way. Oh, the, when did they, yeah, that's, yeah, when they, did they switch? The last, last two year, years? Last two years ago, maybe a year ago. Yeah. Well, yeah, when it, there was... Remember you could just name the five Adidas schools? Right. It was like 10 years ago. You, yeah. It was like Wisconsin. Nobody, <laughs> nobody was Adidas. Well, now Miami's Adidas. Yeah. It's it's out there. But the, the, the it's weird. It's a weird wool compression... Type jersey. I'll tell you who's got the worst uniforms. Who? Maryland. Oh, I think they come out tight sometimes. Oh, right? when they the when, Maryland helmet with the the Maryland Mar- the the, the ter- Do you remember when they had the actual turtle helmet? They wore it in pregame, and then they switched to the Maryland helmet. Hmm. No, Is I it, don't. I don't remember the actual unveiling of that. Oh, they they well because I, I, I get the Maryland flag. is Under Armour. Yeah, that's like well, hometown for them, Baltimore. Yeah, because that's where the CEO. Yeah, went to school. Went probably. to school. Um, I like I like the Maryland flag helmet. I don't like the jersey. When they go with the flag jersey, it's just uh-huh. too confusing. It's too much. Yeah, you know. Again, I want to mention the Armed Forces when Navy came out with the anchor helmet. Oh, those were dope. Super sweet. They, didn't they bring the, they brought those out they for do a it bowl once in a game? While. They initially it came out for a bowl game, I think, yeah. and then they just kind of held on to it. I think they even did a Blue Angels helmet. Because that's Navy, right? Blue Angels are Navy. It's Navy Air Force or whatever. Mm. It might have been. They have. There's a Blue Angels helmet. That, well, anyways, they take chances, and it looks it's pretty cool. Yeah, for I mean, for for school for non powerhouses like that to come out with some cool shit like that. That's, oh, yeah. that's awesome. Um, Vanderbilt tried to do something cool with some chain link stuff, but you know what was another? You know, I'm not a huge like when I got into football when I was a kid. It's hard not to like Rudy and become a Notre Dame fan. But that was kind of my introduction, right? But Notre Dame had a helmet maybe two, three years ago where it was like the gold flake twist, kind of like how they do the firefighter paint. Yeah. You know, gold on three quarters of it. And it was navy on one side with the fighting Irish guy. Mm -hmm. Pretty solid helmet. I I was told by RECA that um, this year for the, oh God, what game is it? The the pinstripe game they play, they're coming out with like Yankee pinstripes and it's no. all blue like it trash. Yeah, it looks can't like trash. Too much. Yeah. Did you ever want to wear a visor? Were you ever a visor guy? I wanted to wear a mirrored visor so bad in the worst way, right? The worst way. I like Willis McGahee. Oh, he. I wanted to be Willis McGahee. I wanted that visor on my helmet so bad. Yeah. Do you see how they have like words on them and like or the team logo? Yeah. It's. <laughs> They're God. just why would why can't they have this stuff? The accessory game has just blown up. Ah, oh, sleeves. <laughs> HMW forty. Get it. Sleeves.com. Hey, if there's any other helmets that we missed or unis, you know, let us know too. It's again, you know, I'm just excited about college football. Uh, you know, rivalry week this week with the we're wearing our grays. Yeah. You know, I don't wanna is it a spoiler? What? For the varsity team? Oh, no, we're blackout. We're is it blackout? Black. Oh, we're the New Jersey's, blackout. but it's New Jersey's. Yeah, we're wearing our new black unis. Those are, they're solid. They're tight. I like them. Oh, they're reflective. I That's mean, what it is. Yeah. It's reflective. It's what, Oh, they're badass. I love that we blackout. Oh, yeah. First home game of the year for us, too. Yeah. Do you think Jessica Vaux is going to come visit us? Uh, Not I, don't, I don't know. I hope so. We'll see, because I know Chance Dickman was at the last game. He was. Well, hey, guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Hold My Whistle. I'm Paulo. I'm Foy. Hit the music, because we're out. Can you blow my whistle, baby? Whistle, baby, let me know. Girl, I'm going to show you how to do it, and we start real slow. You just put your lips together, and you come.